Welcome to the third episode of the Black Star Neo Anarchist Actual Play Podcast for patrons of the Arcology Podcast. Our anarchists have acquired stolen medical supplies by stealing them. In this episode, we head out into the jungle to trade those medical supplies for allies. It's good timing, but watch out for the snakes. They live in the jungle, you know. You drove uh, out of the city. You actually uh, took uh, Highway 4 to the southwest uh, following the coast, uh, and then you turned off uh, into the jungle and mountains uh, and headed towards Los Aquas, which is right in the center of uh, Panama. And um, the the watershed lake uh, area where uh, the Panama Canal connects to uh, is you can actually have gone by water to get near Los Aquas by going down the canal and then going through this lake system Uh, but there's that whole nuke place full of radioactivity uh, in there Um, you turned off and went uh, north effectively if you had gone due west from Panama City through the jungle you would have gotten there eventually, but taking the very nice highway and then turning off some roads, uh, that was obviously a lot faster to travel. Uh, you spent days uh, traveling through this jungle. I believe you have uh, two vehicles, right? You have uh, uh, Johnny Redline's truck, and you have the truck that you stole. And uh, you, you know, made your way. You've actually had to, through part of this jungle, uh, had to kind of winch your trucks over certain obstacles and clear the uh, the road of debris occasionally. Uh, it doesn't look like it's very frequently traveled. Uh, and uh, as you're in deep jungle, uh, kind of uh, hilly jungle, you've uh, basically you've turned this corner and without really knowing it was there you've come across a checkpoint which consists of some logs that have been placed across the road Uh, and you can tell this is uh, something that's uh, relatively permanent and that there is uh, kind of a lean-to or shelter uh, by the side of the road Uh, and as you come around the corner um, there is uh, somebody uh, there they're not in any kind of uniform it uh, looks like uh, clothing similar to what some of you might be wearing in the jungle. Uh, and they are armed, uh, but they have not brought up their, their weapon or anything. Um, and they're looking at you. So that is the scene. And you know, uh, about maybe five or six kilometers away is where you think Los Aguas is from here. Though that's as the macaw flies. And it takes a lot longer to travel that distance here, and maybe 20 miles to cover that six kilometers distance on the ground. So what do you do? Uh, who is our, our face? That would be me, lately. Are they, are they pointing guns at us? Uh, he said, no, they haven't raised their guns. I say lately, uh, talk us through. We are here for the people. We are on a mission uh, of mercy to deliver the medical supplies. You took us through, yes? Sure thing. I'll back, I'll back you up, and I walk. Um, I'll, I'll come along with you. I'm going to hold an action to uh, fire the weapon out of anybody who fires at us. <laughs> yeah, 
And I'm trying to act casual, but I'm also looking out for any signs that there might be snakes lurking anywhere. I'm a little nervous about the snakes. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll pull up and I'll hop down and give a bright, cheery hola. Okay. Do any of you speak in Gabe? What? Negative. Uh, so uh, this uh, man says something. Uh, he basically raises uh, his left hand up and waves at lately, uh, and uh, um, you uh, he kind of signals, wait, 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 and um, he uh, kind of goes to the side and uh, uh, presses, kind of grabs his lever and uh, starts cranking and uh, you see um, you see uh, that the, the logs have uh, got this big thick chain uh, attached to them uh, with these staples in the side that you couldn't see before and they're being uh, as he's cranking uh, on this big wheel the logs get dragged uh, out of the road so without you even talking to this guy he just looked at lately and went oh and waved and just uh, dragged uh, the log out of the way they're elves aren't they nice i knew you could do it lately this is a human oh okay see i'm the elf that's the that's the deal hey i'm an elf too see as am i maybe it did make a difference you we are know. an elfy bunch aren't we I'll smile and, and hop back in the in the vehicle so we can drive through. Um, so, uh, Jane, where are you? I assumed I was in the vehicle with the rest of them. Uh, are you visible uh, as you drive as they drive by? If Lately's the only one who got out, um, I wasn't planning on getting out unless everybody did. Sins got out with Lately. It's kind of stayed close to him. If everybody got out, then yeah, I got out and stayed by the car. I guess uh, Sands will hop back in one of the trucks as it's starting to pull out, pull by. Yep. Once it becomes clear, no one's going to shoot lately or, any, or anyone else. Yep. The guy smiles and waves at uh, you guys as he as you drive through. Uh, you manage to drive through, and as you get past, uh, you can see he turns the winch the other way, and the um, the logs are actually dragged back uh, across. Uh, the road. What language was that? I said lately. Not sure. Probably hmm. some uh, local tongue. What'd you say to him? Well, I said hello. And you couldn't even understand what he said? I- I'm assuming that he, you know, saw the ears and assumed we were, you know, doing something good for the local community, right? What would the ears have anything to do with it? What wouldn't they have to do with it? Come on. An elf like me out in the jungle out here like this? I must be up to something good, right? We are all here to do God's work. Perhaps they read our auras, knowing our intent to help the villagers. Let us go on with our tasks, brothers. Either that or it's an ambush, and they're going to, you know, close up the road behind us and then oh, they grab us. What was that, Jane? I said they already did that. Closed up the road behind us. Yeah, well, we'll have to keep it out for an ambush then. They seem friendly enough, though. So at least it will be a cordial ambush. Best kind. You're uh, rolling along the, the road, um, and sure enough, it takes all these turns and goes ups and downs, and uh, that's six kilometers away on your GPS coordinate thing that you're maintaining with a signal to the nearest satellite. Uh, you're, you're traveling about 24 clicks 
to get those six kilometers uh, uh, directly away. If only you could fly in with a chopper, this would be so much easier. Um, and uh, as you approach the area, you can see uh, it's opened up into um, uh, a larger f uh, flat uh, valley. And uh, you can, you really, it's kind of surprising all of a sudden you come upon uh, clearings. And uh, could everybody make uh, perception checks, please? Perception. Is this visual? Sure. Okay. I got three hits out of eight dice. Damn, I thought I was better at that. <laughs> uh, six hits. Two hits. Nice. Yeah, two hits on seven dice. Okay, Padre. That's. Yeah, Kind of interesting calling the kid the Padre. <laughs> uh, so Padre, um, uh, it, this is not hard for everybody to see. There's actually other vehicles here. There's um, some Jeeps, uh, some sturdy uh, off-road uh, motorcycles or tricycles that are here. So there's some powered vehicles that have right that, that that are here. Um, what you notice, Padre, or realize is there's a, actually a lot more of them than you would have expected for uh, the road that you are on, and that you would expect in a, a jungle uh, community. Um, and you can see. Uh, that uh, they've all been parked uh, under cover, uh, and that there's a tree or or, or netting uh, over where they are. Um, and uh, Padre, uh, what kind of uh, technical skills do you have, or what's your um, uh, sneaking skill? Uh, my sneaking skill is zero. Uh, well, actually, I would default to, uh, I think it's agility, so I would be uh, two dice for sneaking. I don't have any sneaking skills. I well, don't have any kind of uh, technology skills. Well, never mind. I've got cyber technology and biotechnology, but I didn't think you were talking about that. Nope. Something like uh, hardware or mechanic no. skills of some kind. Yeah. No, All none right. of that. Um, as you come to this area, you, there are people around, uh, and uh, it's very casual. Uh, as you're kind of driving through, thinking about what to do, uh, as you pass people, some of them kind of point in direction or indicate you go left or right. Uh, if you follow these, uh, which Johnny Redline does, uh, you end up uh, finally getting to some open uh, spaces uh, that uh, that are it's already a parking spot set up with a canopy cover uh, thing in there in, in the shade for you to that you can park your two vehicles as if they were expecting people in vehicles to show up here so you park your vehicles and you're in this uh, kind of uh, jungle uh, village uh, camp um, uh, surprisingly, little of the area has been cleared, uh, though there are definitely more clear areas here than elsewhere. What do you guys do? Uh, once we park, I'm going to get out and stretch my legs, look around. Yeah, Sands will hop out, put on his sunglasses, and take a look around. I'm going to see if I can find somebody that I can schmooze with, with my incredibly basic knowledge of Spanish. When I get out, I want to observe in detail for uh, any potential combatants or 
some such. All right. Um, so lately, uh, it's easy to find somebody to talk to, and you start talking in uh, uh, Aslan Spanish. I know both Aslan and uh, Standard Spanish. So whichever they seem to be speaking closer to, I'll I'll follow suit. Uh, they don't seem to be speaking Spanish. Most of the people here. Sorry, what was that? Most of the, the it's not Spanish. There is no one to conveniently eavesdrop on to help you decide. You can eavesdrop, but uh, somebody in this village must speak Spanish. Look at all these people. Somebody does. Yeah. I think I'll stick with uh, standard Spanish, not the uh, Azzy Spanish. I think it's a good idea. Oh, yes, it'll be good practice for us, I say in Spanish as well, which I have recently picked up. I had only learned, I had only known as it learned Spanish before. But now I speak regular Spanish just as well, which is to say not extremely well, but not too bad. This is the best time to say all the bad things about Johnny Redline we want. And he can't defend himself. Um, can somebody give uh, <laughs> permission to speak? To Johnny Redline? Oh, he joined us. Nice. <laughs> now you may speak. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry for being late. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was honest. I wasn't quite sure if I was going to be able to make it. But I figured if I'm, I'm just going to be sitting there being miserable, I might as well sit here and be miserable. With everybody here. Yeah, we're glad you made it, Mr. Miserable. Yeah. Welcome. We traveled through the jungle to, like, a village, and we're trying to figure out how to talk to people there. Cool, I feel caught up now. Awesome that I was... (laughs) Why I was needed for that most important and crucial tasks. I think you missed on the awesome plans to get by the roadblock. Yes, we came up with an incredibly elaborate plan to get by the roadblock, and it actually worked. Did you put a tree in front of us or, and then sort of say, you can't see us? You're, you're going to have to no. listen to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so you're in this village. Uh, um, lately, you are going to, what are you going to say? You, who, what kind of person are you going to pick? This definitely is a village. It's a community. There's elderly women, families. Uh, what? Who's your target? Well, I think the first person I'm going to target is somebody that uh, gave us directions to where we should park, because they at least are, uh, you know, is, you know, in the know as to that sort of thing. If they're keeping an eye on new trucks coming in, that sort of thing, and, and helping out, they're they're probably feeling uh, like. Um, helpful folks in the first place, and they might be able to help out, you know, uh, in some other ways as well. All right. And what do you say? How do you introduce yourself? Hola worked really well last time, so I will continue with that. He says, uh, hola, welcome. Thank you. And it's good to be here. It was a long trip. Then you must be tired and rest. No worries. The fires will not be lit until late at night. The fires, you say? That should be an exciting event. The flames of freedom. Yes, but uh, before before we rest from our trip, um, I think uh, it might be useful if we could talk with with somebody who uh, anybody who does uh, medical work. Is there a is there a doctor in the community? Uh, this is uh, difficult to, um, 
Do you mean a witch or a priest or a midwife? Um, a priestess? Perhaps a midwife. Um, uh, one of the Spanish doctors? Oh, a Spanish doctor would help. Yes, I think. Um, is someone hurt? Oh, no. We, we've brought stuff with us from the city, and uh, they may have use of it. Well, um, uh, the Spanish doctor, um, she is, um, uh, she is uh, three fields over that way. You cannot miss it. She has the clean tent. Ah, great. Um, how far is a field? It's where you can see the sky. Hey, Jane, you want to grab a, uh, a box of, uh, antibiotics or something? Okay. Okay, Anyone- Say, anybody want me to send a drone to maybe go check it out, see if I could find her so we're not walking around like a bunch of knuckleheads? Well, more knuckleheads than we usually are. You know, a drone out looking around might be a good idea, but uh, keep it below the the tree line. It looks like they're trying to keep things uh, out of of line of sight of satellite surveillance, right? Well, if they could detect a fly spy from orbit, but point taken... Okay, so you send the fly spy up. All right, Sands kind of grabs his pack. Looks over at Jane's. Is uh, should we uh go ahead and uh, take point on this? She shrugs want- with a box of antibiotics in her hands. Who do you want in front? I don't know. I got a box of cargo here. All right, I'll go ahead and uh, take point then. I'll, I'll move ahead of the group and uh, in the direction indicated. Looking for signs of these fields, which I think might be clearings. Okay, so you're getting these boxes and, you know, kind of getting your uh, your mission line up to who's in front and how you're going to uh, carry these over. Johnny Redline's sending uh, a little fly spy drone off. Uh, and while this is happening, um, uh, a pack of uh, 8 to 12-year-old kids uh, kind of come... Uh, 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 come running over, and as you formed and get a couple of these boxes, they kind of jump in the back of the truck, grab some more boxes, and line up behind you. I look at them and smile and give them a thumbs up. They uh, they start giggling. They're whispering to each other in uh, some language you don't understand. Uh, Johnny, you send that fly spy off. You kind of head off in that direction with it to see what's there. Yes. All right, this is pretty simple. Um, it's three fields or clearings uh, that you go through. Uh, these are just uh, more of the jungle here has open spaces than what you've come through because they've, they've cleared spots or whatever in them. Um, but you notice as much as possible they've built or put things under or near the trees. Um you there, there's uh, pathways or ways you can get between these clearings um the two uh and uh as you go through each clearing you can kind of tell uh this might be a designated living space or area for a group or that's what it looks like but as you go get to the third clearing uh, you see um, definitely there's something different here. Uh, you're on the ground, so you can see this a little better. But uh, there's this really nice uh, campsite with the 
you know, like with all these shiny bits and all the modern materials and high-tech gear, that's definitely in complete contrast to a lot of the other equipment and, and stuff uh, that anybody else uh, has here. Uh, and there's a super clean uh, four-wheel Jeep um, that's uh, parked off to the side that you can see because you're uh, at ground level. Or going in the fly spy, but uh, this is this is distinctive. Definitely a clean tent and clean vehicle, um, as if it's got some kind of self-cleaning, self-repairing nanotechnology, cool stuff on it, or they just shipped it in here and just painted it fresh here. You're not sure which. Come on, kids, help us out with those boxes. We're going this way. I'm going to try to use my leadership to herd the children with our gear. Oh, they a couple of them go and grab uh, extra boxes, so they're really awkwardly, like uh, carrying one box under each arm and one on top of their head and balancing it. I'll just double check to make sure none of that's uh, the fragile stuff. But uh, other than that, I'm cool with it. There's kind of this primitive voting thing going on. You're not sure how it works, but more of them line up behind Jane than lately. Jane ignores the children. So what's it look like up ahead? What's the drone see? Are we good to go? Well, I ain't seeing any threats. Should I roll to perceive anything? Make a roll. All right. Uh, I got three hits just on what I rolled here. It uh, looks like there is uh, one person uh, in the tent. Um, they're not hiding. Uh, they're actually sitting under the shelter. Or uh, This tent actually has like a patio with, uh, with uh, uh, mosquito netting. Uh, in it, and you think uh, it's got some kind of uh, 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 fan or breeze generation thing in it to get a cool breeze going through there. I guess uh, Sins will um, go ahead, and uh, he's on point here. He's going to move up to the edge of the clearing where he can see the tent, but try to remain um, out of sight for now until the rest of the group catches up. All right, uh, a couple of kids in your line, Sands, go over and, and knock a box off the head of one of the uh, little girls in uh, Jane's line, and then there's some giggling and shoving, pushing, and they pick up some more boxes, and now, Sands, you have more in your line than Jane's. All right, and that's why I only got three hits on my sneaking roll. Because there's that line of eight kids behind you. And if ever comes out lately, you should probably uh, speak up sometime soon. Let's see what one of us do. Yeah, I'm gonna head into the into the tent. Hola, uh, anyone here? Hola, oh, welcome. Please uh, come in. And um, uh, this uh, woman in a uh, very nice um, uh, kind of uh, working field uh, kit. Uh, so like kind of these uh, cocky pants. Uh, and uh, a cocky full-length thing, but it looks very uh, those modern materials that um, um, let everything breathe and air go through and wick your sweat away, and has tons of utility pockets and things. She's got like a vest uh, with all of these uh, pockets for various uh, pieces of equipment and tools uh, all over the place uh, in there, and uh, she stands up, and she just kind of uh, um, there's a set of uh, pole-like things uh, in a, in uh, a kind of a, a container, like you might do an umbrella stand. And she grabs a pole. Uh, it's about 50 centimeters tall, and she snaps it out, 
and and kind of snaps it on the ground and kind of pops open and unfolds into this uh, lounging stool uh, for you to sit in. She says, sit, sit, sit. Um, what would you like to drink? And please, please, be welcome. Oh, anything with the bubbles would be fine. Uh, she snaps her fingers and uh, says, I've got some... Uh, 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 spumante that uh, just came from Italy, and uh, you hear a little little whir and clink uh, clinking of glass, uh, and then a little uh, server drone uh, comes rolling out with a, a this uh, glass of sparkling uh, white wine. Well, this is uh, certainly fancier than I'd expected to find out here. There's no reason to be uncivilized in the field. But please, I am uh, Dr. Larson of the Ad- ah, I am of the Atlantean Foundation. Uh, I see that uh, you and your distinguished companions must be here for the conference. Uh, it's more of a happy accident. We brought uh, supplies. We've uh, there was a need for medical supplies, so we arranged for a shipment. Oh, those are very valuable. Um, I don't um, well i guess i am a doctor um but you you should uh, you should have the children put those down let them go play though they seem to be fans of your friends well kids uh, a gesture for them to to start to stack up the uh the the gear in a corner so they they stack uh they stack the boxes in a pyramid shape and then they go running off yeah well we've got about half a truckload worth of uh, supplies there. But uh, this conference, could you tell me more about it? Well... Like, uh, everybody in the regions uh, come in for it. Absolutely. I think this is an excellent initiative uh, to coordinate uh, and uh, really synergize all of our resources that uh, we can bring together for our various efforts. Also, uh, you know, to avoid misunderstandings and other things, I think it's an excellent thing. So I'm here to uh, participate uh, as much as I can. And of course, um, we're, uh, the foundation is always looking for information or people that can help us in our efforts. What efforts might those be? Well, you know, this area is full of uh, ancient uh, relics. Uh, several ancient civilizations flourished here. There are great mysteries to solve. Um, there are many areas that are still unexplored um, and other items. And there are changes occurring and things that may happen with those. So uh, yes. there's yeah. many there's opportunities. Lost, I believe. Yes, certainly. So we have many interests and um, for our organization, for the foundation. I'm eager to make sure that uh, our, um, we don't clash with uh, what happens around here. Plus, I often find that uh, this is, I think this will be an excellent opportunity to recruit. So have you made contact with any of the, the local medical personnel? I'm guessing that you're, uh, as a member of the Atlantean Foundation, you don't have the need of our supplies here, but perhaps some of the others uh, might. I'm certain, actually, that the, what you have is will be quite valuable to uh, many of them. 
Um, I believe it is the nature of the majority of them to come into violent conflict. And you know what happens when there's violent conflict. People get hurt. Yes, it's, it's unfortunate that people can't just work together to do the right thing. I'm sure if you seek, eh, I'm not sure how much of a profit you can make because um, all of these people here, um, yeah, they work on different kinds of economies. Um, but I'm certain you could make many friends or gain many favors with uh, what you have brought. Link salesman. So, uh, Johnny uh, and Padre, you're still with the vehicles? Yes. Uh, so a pack of about 15 kids comes running back, and they, like, jump into the back of the truck with the medical supplies and start getting boxes out. You guys do anything? They took the last bunch of boxes. Might as well let them take these ones, too. All right. They grab the boxes and pile them all up and start running off uh, back the way they came with uh, boxes. Well. So, you have medical supplies. Uh, do you have any other interests here uh, lately? Well, I think I think we should probably wait and see what's uh, what's discussed at the conference. We have uh, we've got a lot of interests in the area, but uh, I think I'd like to discuss them with uh, with some of the other locals. I'm not sure how much uh, how much our interests will uh, intersect with uh, the Atlantean Foundations. Well. Remember that uh, we often hire uh, people with the right skills. Uh, well, we I will see you then at the very latest when they light the flames of freedom uh, late tonight. Uh, that'll be about 10 o'clock local or uh, some little time after it is full dark. By the way, I'm sending a quick text message to everybody up front that the kids uh, grabbed them medical supplies and looks like they're heading back at the same direction just so everybody knows exactly what's going on in case something goes weird so i meant to see something as it happened but for some reason my mic didn't want to work i'll send a message back that uh, this this doctor is just some corp doc we need to find the uh, the local docs all righty what about the kids with who just took all the m- supplies maybe close the truck <laughs> okay i i just have this vision of this group of hardened black star runners just let a whole bunch of kids run off with their goodies well it's my understanding well, we're planning on him. giving this stuff away in the first place so okay um so uh jane and uh sans um you guys are hanging out you know kind of uh with uh, where lately is and lately has finished his conversation with uh, dr larson and uh, uh, there's now about 20 kids um, uh, that are coming to you uh, with uh, things. So there's more of them. And they run right up to uh, Sands and Jane and start piling the boxes by you guys. Note to self, need to get mule drone. I see your light up, Jane, but I don't hear anything. Sorry. As long as they're not tossing the boxes around and putting them in, you know, something of a vertical configuration. I'm okay with that. They're definitely building pyramids. Cool. Well, as long as they'll start sacrificing people to them, I think we're okay. Well, doing that on a pile of medical gear seems somehow appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is that how we're going to administer the drugs? 
you know, just sort of put them on the quote-unquote pyramid. And so, Dr. Larson, do you uh, do you have uh, any idea where your your fellow medical personnel may be in the uh, in the area? I understand there are some uh, midwives and such. Ah, um, well, you, if you wanted to see who was at the conference, I would wait till tonight. If you want to help the tribe, you should. I think. Uh, you should find uh, Senor Campo. That's who we're after, isn't it? Is uh, Senor Campo? Have you seen him around? Oh, of course, but I'm not sure where he is. But you can ask anybody. Perhaps the children would know where he is. Well, Nino, do you know where Campo is? Senor Campo is at the lodge. Come, come, and they the kids all grab some boxes, uh, and of course, there's more of them now, so they can actually carry all of them, and they start. Grabbing him and running off uh, uh, through uh, through the jungle. I will follow after them. And uh, hey, uh, Johnny, can you get that drone following him? You got it. Uh, so you follow the kids through a couple clearings in a different direction, and uh, you can see this is a, a more permanent building. It's like a large, uh, well, uh, large hall. Uh, made in the jungle it's um, uh, one large well it's like two stories high but it's a single floor opening so it's a big space Uh, it's fully enclosed um, and it has a deck Uh, it's all made out of uh, the jungle wood here Uh, and the kids go running up on the deck and start stacking all the boxes on the deck uh, a couple of them run in the building yelling, Senor Campo, Senor Campo, uh, and then yelling and then yelling something in some language you don't understand. Uh, and uh, as you come walking out, uh, a man um, comes uh, walking out uh, and uh, looks over to you and uh, supplies and waits there on the deck. And while this is going on, I'm sending image links back to everybody who's got Got it on their comm link. Hola, Senor Campo. Si. It's good to finally meet you. I've heard so much about your people and your work here in the jungle. And it seems uh, we picked an auspicious time to, to visit. Are not your two friends here for the conference? Two friends? You don't know of... Uh, who your famous companions are. They are well known to any that have uh, fought in the flames of freedom. All right. Who's holding out on us? Don't look at me. I'll just work here. Let him explain. So they are welcome, but uh, how can I help you? Well, we understood that you may be in need of uh, medical supplies, so we arranged for a, a small shipment, hopefully the first of many. And for your largesse, what would we owe you? Well, I think at, at this point we're just hoping to uh, create a, a positive connection between between you and our new small group in the area. We're hoping to to expand and increase our activities to do what we can to to assist uh, you and your community in. In fighting back against some of the corporate oppression that has that has caused such uh, trouble in the region. 
Ah, the black star is activating a cell here, huh? Then, the meeting is especially important for you. <laughs> Crud. Well, so much for undercover. <laughs> Maybe next time we ought to just print up business cards and give them out. Hey, we're with Black Star. We're looking to overthrow the local government. How you doing? Uh, some of you do have reps. Why do you think I'm staying in the damn van? Your van has a rep. <laughs> Everybody's got a rep. So... I'm, uh, you know my name, what's yours? Lately. Then, um, I think we can work together, but you, do you, so your choice is perhaps your goods are here as a contribution to the meeting or to the tribe? Well, I think it's a, a contribution to the tribe, but as the tribe is, is hosting the conference, I think it's up to you to decide what you'll do with them. Well, I, of course, personally, would be interested in the, in the welfare of my tribe, but this our interests may not align. I'm certain that uh, I would not want to deprive you of the opportunity to speak to all the others here and perhaps there are other things you could might want to do and so i'm like what do you what do you think guys stick with the uh, the original plan of uh, propping up the tribe or should we see what we can barter with this stuff uh perhaps a little of both yes i kind of like that idea we do need some resources well senior campa perhaps you could uh uh Send a, a a tribal doctor to to inspect the the supplies that we've brought to see if there's anything of which you have a pressing need for, or uh, anything of which you are uh, especially short in supply of, and we can deal with your your immediate needs uh, right now. And, uh, and like I said, hopefully there will be a continuation of of uh, more deliveries in the future. Ah. That seems uh, reasonable. There, I'm certain there are some urgent needs that would be best taken care of as soon as possible. I will send uh, some of the women. He yells at some of the kids, and they go running off into the, jun- the jungle. We should uh, start with uh, what has been brought here. A good place as any. Then, please, uh, come sit in the shade. Refresh yourself. Sitting in the shade. Ah, nothing better than a cool drink in the jungle on a nice sunny afternoon. Well, yes, and of course it will rain for a few hours later. Sam so seems quite alert to any signs of trouble. Actually, he's watching for signs of snakes. Um, about 20 minutes later, um, uh, uh, some of the kids come back with a couple uh, women. They come over and start checking over a label on the boxes, and then they carefully make a pile of uh, things that they think they need. Uh, and then they, they bring it and pile it in front of Lately. And uh, Senor Campo goes, ah, then these are what we could use right away. Ah, good. Well, take them with our blessing. Uh, yep, Senor Campo nods, and the kids take it off, uh, pick up the boxes, and... Uh, go walking off with the the woman as she heads away. So for how long have you been planning this conference? It seems like you've gathered uh, many people in the region. 
Ah, well, it's not my idea. It's uh, really, um, I would say it is uh, the responsibility of uh, Lamaso uh, and Helen, who together have uh, brought uh, all the people here. I think it is a good idea, and um, um, if nothing else, we will learn the boundaries and how not to interfere with each other. Uh, and there are many things I think all of them have in common. Uh, I've dealt with uh, everybody involved, so uh, I'm familiar with all of them. But I think we meeting like this, um, provided uh, we don't all kill each other, will lead to less friction. Yeah, the not killing each other thing sounds like a good idea. While I'm sitting and chilling here, I'd like to use some matrix perception to, to take a look around and see what sort of uh, infrastructure is up and running in the area. There's, well, uh, make a matrix perception test. Seven hits. So, one of the, wow, uh, so there's an incredible amount of noise because of the dense foliage. However, in the clearings, you can see that people have devices and do things within uh, within the range of a clearing. Um, you basically base noise rating five because you're remote place with satellite access only. Um, you can tell that uh, there are devices uh, like in this clearing. It, you can look around, and there's devices and, and things in there that you can access. Once you think about getting beyond the clearing, immediately that's a really tough uh, thing to do. So, like, a, uh, for example, you can't see the icons for uh, Johnny Redline and the vehicle uh, from where you are. Oh, good to know. Um, Senor Campo has, um, you know, he has some devices. A lot of people actually do have devices because, hey, it's cheap for everybody, um, in there. So that's, that's your limitation. Basically, anything line of sight, you can kind of pick up and do it, but then you have to jump to a, a satellite, uh, connection to right. kind of get on the grid and do stuff. I'll give a, a need, heads up to everyone. I'll give a heads up to everyone else that there there may be issues with any wireless devices that they might need to use. Actually, if you need a sat link, I got one in the van. So just let me know. I suppose Padre should do a uh, look into the uh, astral and see if there's anything out of the ordinary. You all right? You guys have your kind of clearing parking area uh, where at. Um, go ahead and do an astral perception test. And uh, as they're doing that, Sands is going to go ahead and start gathering uh, whatever supplies are needed to set up camp. Things like firewood and setting up shelter and all that stuff. Jane, I'll well, help you. carefully looking out for snakes and poking at things with a stick before moving them. All right, so as soon as you start like trying to make camp and get supplies, kids show up and start helping you, you're, I assume you're building out of the native materials. You guys have survival skills? Yeah, I've got a pretty low-level survival skill, but I'm going to try to use the uh, the natural area along with maybe a few tarps and such we might have. All right, these children come help build tents and lean-tos and shelters for you, with you. 
How do I do astral perception? It's an A-sensing test, so intuition plus A-sensing. Ah, okay. So I think you start at 10 dice. On 10 dice, I got four hits. Okay. Um, there doesn't see... the You don't... Uh, in your area, you don't see anybody awakened, other than if somebody's like an adept or something that, or that you know about. Um, the 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 auras or the life here is uh, pretty healthy uh, and normal, and uh, otherwise there doesn't seem to be anything unusual here. Okay. And. I'm not sure. You might want to check if your perceptive quality, I think that might add one to your A-sensing as well. Oh, yeah, including astral and matrix perception. Oh, let me add one more dive in. Yeah. Well, you missed out on finding that Technomancer. Oh, well. So, Jane and Sands, you're, you're building these shelters out of uh, the jungle materials. Uh, I, the kids actually seem to be better than you at it. And it's a good thing they're helping us. Well, that's, you know, I think they all have this home ground quality that's really helping them. Oh, yeah, it, it helps when I'm trying to not, when I'm not trying to do it, uh, something by accessing uh, videos on my uh, <clears throat> on my uh, Horizon P2.0 feed with, uh, uh, you know, five points of, of seven out of noise going on. So trying to look at, bring up little videos of how to do this or that. How to build a shelter in the jungle. I've got a skill of one that I very recently picked up. You guys are learning so many things. All right, I mainly focused shelter. on the parts. I mainly focused on the parts of the um, of the uh, text that involved how to avoid getting bitten by a snake. Okay, so you're setting up shelters so you can uh, do it. It does strike you. You can probably sleep in the in the delivery van or Johnny's thing if you need to. Uh, lately, you're hanging out with the Senor. Uh, on his uh, on his deck, Senor Campo, the Duke of Decks. Are you going to do anything? You going to hack everybody's comlinks? No, these guys don't strike me as uh, neonet, so they ought to be good. Uh, they, this is the as technology grid here. If you happen to check, okay. Um, are you guys going to do anything else uh, or? Kind of wait for this uh, evening gathering. Just hang out and wait for the conference and see what it's all about. Yeah, Sands is going to go over to Padre at some point. Say, hey, uh, Padre, did you, know, did you know anything about this conference that was going on? Uh, no. This is the first I've heard of it. Is this like a regular thing they do? No idea. It has uh, piqued my interest, so uh, I want to see what it's about. I'm going to spend time mingling and chatting with folks, trying to get uh, lay of the land before this conference starts. All right, lately, how are you doing? Are you just going to run off into the jungle, or what are you going to do? Well, I mean, lately here is is very good at mingling and uh, and getting to know people and chatting folks up. And uh, I think the idea is to, to wander about. There are probably a, a number of different encampments of people scattered about in the area. 
and I, I think uh, wandering around and and getting to know the the various folks, um, trying to uh, focus not necessarily on the the people with more permanent structures here, like uh, the Campo, but uh, more of the the folks like us that have have come in and just kind of set up camp as uh, you know outsiders who are here for the conference. Does that make sense? Sure. First, let's have that uh, basic etiquette roll. That's three hits on my 14 dice as I mingle in the jungle. Okay. Um, you think fundamentally, as long as you openly walk into a clearing, you know, uh, and don't try and sneak up on anybody and walk around, that's perfectly acceptable. Obviously, you've seen the Ngabi tribes, uh, the kids have been running around. It seems to be that kind of environment, uh, big uh, share of the campground kind of thing. In fact, if you wanted privacy around here, you probably should go off into the jungle somewhere. Sounds reasonable. Or at least, you know, close the flaps on your tent. That's right. Okay, so um, you can um, uh, kind of... uh, Go for a stroll. Um, you can see um, there's a a uh, a clearing um, that has a vehicle parked there. Can I have uh, actually? Can I have a perception test from lately? Five hits on my ten dice. So. Um, uh, you can kind of see it where two vehicles are parked in, in different clearings. So the, the one clearing has uh, where um, it's a small four-wheeled off-road vehicle, um, and this one looks uh, set up for like a big game safari type uh, uh, of vehicle. You can tell it's it's actually got racks of uh, rifles. Uh, on it, um, and uh, uh, actually a cage on the back, uh, and um, uh, th- that you can see there. And there are some hammocks uh, and uh, pretty simple uh, tents uh, strung out uh, in the shade. Um, in the other clearing, you can see that uh, there are a set of uh, off-road uh, motorcycles. Uh, uh, dirt bikes of various sizes. Uh, one obviously pretty large that must be driven by a troll uh, in there. So, what are you interested in first? I think the folks with the dirt bikes sound more interesting. Well, there you go. And um, you uh, head over there, and what's uh, int- you know what's captivating about the dirt bikes is they all actually have uh, bright colors and. Um, all the uh, kind of dazzling uh, kind of gear on them that you would expect from uh, dirt bikes. Uh, But, of course, they're under a canopy right now and do do it. Kind of lounging around the area in on uh, blankets, uh, sleeping bag, uh, um, like uh, rolls um, that uh, that they would carry on the bike um, are... Uh, looks like about five uh, metahumans, and one of them is, is a large uh, troll because there's no other kind of troll except large ones. And um, the troll uh, is uh, the helmet 
is actually like a centurion, like a Roman centurion's helmet, uh, with a huge green brush uh, on the top of it, uh, on there, and uh, none of the other riders uh, have that. Um, you can tell they've uh, discarded or gotten out of their bike armor that they've been wearing when they've been riding around, um, and uh, they have. Uh, um, they have a, a little, uh, uh, they don't have a campfire where they kind of burn a fire, but they have a fire from a, um, like a small, uh, fuel tank or small propane tank going that they're cooking stuff on. Uh, and, um, and then they have a huge cooler, uh, that they've, uh, plugged into, uh, one of the bikes and the bike is uh, running serving as a generator power source that uh, looks like they've got uh, chilled drinks in it uh, one of the uh, one of the men reaches in the cooler sees you and brings out a can of uh, some bubbly uh, alcoholic substance that uh, uh, probably has soy soy in it and waves it at you I'll put my hands out to uh, to catch and uh do my best to do it without fumbling and hey you look, look good you've uh you got a great setup here you guys know how to how to camp oh yeah we do this a, a lot it's a great way to travel around and see the land and see all kinds of cool stuff so what uh where do you call home you're, uh you're out here seeing the sights everywhere is home ah nice nice i bet you see some badass shit out here then well, we are the badass shit. <laughs> the troll shakes her head. Uh, she looks at you and says, I'm uh, Praetor, Praetor Green, and these are my friends. Yeah, I'm friend one. I'm friend two. Oh, I wanted to be friend two. I'm friend three then. Well, I'm friend 17. And the... the thank you. All right, what brings you here? You want to be a friend? Uh, you can call me lately, but uh, I can be a friend. Whew, I've been, uh, I don't know if I could deal with as much traveling as you two are up to. Uh, I mean, we just spent the last uh, couple of days. Oh, man. I practically uh, busted, uh, busted a kidney on some of those potholes. Oh, you want to avoid the potholes is don't drive on the road. Yeah, just make your own road, man. And I'm just looking forward to, you know, meeting some other folks, uh... See what's going on with uh, with everybody, and this conference just seems like a, a great way for everybody to, you know, get to know each other. And I guess, uh, you know, I guess like they say, make sure we're not stepping on each other's toes, right? Oh, man, you sound like one of those gayas or mother of gaya people. <laughs> I don't know if I'm... Uh, I'm quite as much of a uh, an Earth child as uh, as they are. Don't let the uh, the ears fool you. I'm a I'm a bit of a city boy myself. But uh, you gotta you, you know, gotta fight for the Earth. You gotta fight first. But you folks are uh, are in and out of cities, aren't you? Picking up more supplies, more beer, that kind of thing, and then back out here into the jungle. You ever uh, you ever haul other stuff with you? We just carry what we need. You know, uh, we're we're looking to kind of set up shop in the in the region we might need some some folks who know the the back roads like you do well you know the roads are where we don't go well the trails the paths we blaze the trails through the jungle yeah so how'd you hear about the conference 
we got our ears to the ground, the jungle. You know, it's not just all hanging out in the jungle. It's about sharing the good times with our buds. And fighting for those good times, too, huh? Oh, we don't fight for the good times. We fight for the earth, for Terra. Uh, the troll points herself, I- I'm not Terra. No, no, I know what you mean. Terra first, right? Always, always, my friend. Well, it's good to know we got people like you fighting for the land here. What's up yeah. with the, uh, what's up with the people over there with the, uh, the truck? Oh, that's Alf. Alf? Yeah, Alf. They're, they're, you know, just looking out for the animals. You gotta fight for the whole Terra. What's up with the cage? Wouldn't think uh, Elf would be running around with cages. Well, you know, it's kind of like my last girl. She didn't really appreciate me. And sometimes you have to cage them to protect themselves. I think that's what Elf does. Ah, that, that, would, that makes sense. Over our, over our comms, uh, does anybody, anybody have anything they want to talk to Tara first or uh, the ALF about? ALF. Don't they eat animal cats? Liberation front. Oh, no. Oh, animal Liberation Front. Right. Uh, do any of you have any knowledge skills that would help you know what ALF actually stands for? Um, not unless organized crime helps. Uh, I've got law and corporate stuff. I have animal handling. Gang and ID. elven conspiracy theories. Oh, I do have animal handling as well. All right, guys, roll your animal handling. As an active skill or as a, a knowledge skill? Roll it as a knowledge skill. Is that logic or intuition? Logic. Two hits. And I got four hits. Oddly enough, we both have the same dice pool in this. All right, Sands. Uh, you don't think the A uh, stands for animal? You're pretty sure it stands for awakened. Oh, you know what? I think they might be awakened liberation front. Not animal. Huh. So they grab physical adepts and return them to the wild? No, no. I think awakened beasties, like, that are being experimented on, they try to find them and, and get them out. Things like that. Ah, gotcha. But uh, I can't say that I'm really up on their politics. Anyway, we've, right. uh, I think, got camp set up here. Do you think you might be able to trade for any meat with the local villagers? Because uh, I got a pretty sweet grill idea set up. And I'm kind of sick of the trail I'm rations, gonna, if you know I'm what I mean. I'm not going to ask these people, though. I'm going to see what I can do to extricate myself from the conversation as, uh, as soon as it's uh, uh, appropriate. And uh, we'll see if I can find any place with uh, with any tasty meat already cooking. And I'll see if it comes. Oh, wait. Um, you're not one of those um, uh, elf purist types that it's all about uh, requiring vegetarianism if you got pointed ears, right? I am all about elven purity, but elven purity involves eating what's uh, what's appropriate for the situation. Yeah, that didn't uh, directly answer my question. Are you a vegetarian? No, I'm not. Okay. Not all elves are. Dumb, certainly. And it does have a variety of uh, very good health uh, benefits for you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, saying, not saying there's anything wrong with it. Just, uh, you know, meal planning reasons. Oddly enough, dandelions taste like awful direct. I've had a couple salads served to me before here and there, and they just... No way. Well, you do know that some of the uh, the higher mystical uh, powers that are available to the uh, magically uh, awakened elven types can actually be enhanced by sticking to a, a green leafy diet. 
plus it's the leaves you're supposed to eat, not the not the flowers. Right. Well, it's a good thing I don't really depend on Mojo for my own abilities. So, you get any sense of these people? Any chance uh, you think th- things are going to turn uh, sour and hostile here? I've only met a few so far, but uh, I've definitely got a sense that they can uh, hold their own if things do t- uh, turn. Definitely folks that might have strong opinions about uh, about uh, situations. We'll need, to, we'll need to tread carefully about what we're planning on doing. So, what are the, um, the trigger issues? Well, I've just met a, a couple so far, and uh, they're definitely going to be uh, firmly on the the pro ecology side of uh, of any movements. That might be a problem okay. for our aims. They might not want there to be a space elevator at all. Yeah, and uh, then we've got uh, you know the the corporations in here with uh, looking for uh, you know looting magical artifacts, that sort of thing. If they're going to be grabbing you know magical creatures. Then you know, yeah, this uh, awakened liberation front is going to have issues with that as well. Do you get any sense when this conference is supposed to start and how long it's supposed to take? Uh, a little bit after sundown. There's going to be the uh, the freedom fires. Uh, my understanding is it's going to start up right after that. All right, Not sure well, how long it's going to take, but I I wouldn't be surprised if it's uh, one of those situations that can last two or three days. Yeah, well, it's a good thing we're here, and uh, I guess we get to represent Blackstar for this, easy. huh? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe uh, you ought to get some rest then. We got some shelter set up. You're going to be doing most of the work and talking, I think. We're just going to be watching your back. I could use a nap. A nap where I'm not shaking my bones out of my skin, me too. We got to get better shocks on these trucks. Yeah, no direct. Uh, say, um, any of you, um, hey, everyone on comms, we connected, right? Um, you all getting this? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, has anyone seen any snakes? Have I seen any snakes? No. No? Are we hunting snakes now? No, no, just just curious. I haven't noticed any either, and um, just wanted to know if there were snakes around. I'm sure there are snakes out here, man. It's a jungle. Yeah, it's full yeah, of If them. you want, I can ask around and see if uh, anybody's got some. Uh, I've heard they can be good eating if they're prepared, right? I got two hits to look for snakes. No thanks. Just uh, if you do see any, just um, keep them away from me, okay? And uh, you really don't have to tell me about them unless I'm about to uh, bump into them. You so, got a thing about snakes? Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's it's a full blown phobia status. So um, just do me a favor and don't frag with me about it, okay? It's um, I've seen some things. Do I see any snakes with four hits? The Duke starts, like, rummaging around in the underbrush, poking his gun around, looking for snakes. You know what they say. They're more afraid of you than you are of them. Well, uh, we're, uh, lately has pointed out Alfar, uh, near that, there looks like that there's a huge snake um, that seemed, that's right outside that cage. Maybe it just escaped from it. Oh, yeah, man, there's a big ass snake over here. Huge! Frag you. I just said, don't frag with you about this, Drek, okay? Okay. I'm going to stay away from wherever he was, just I'm in gonna, case he wasn't just making it up. I'm going to keep an eye on wherever he was talking about the snake he pointed out. Just let it go on its merry way, or if it decides to come this way, I'll do something about it. Could I get a perception check, please? Two hits on eight dice. Up. Uh, there's definitely a snake tail that looks huge. Uh, 
kind of coming out from under that uh, that Jeep thing uh, over there. Um, and it isn't going anywhere. It's just, just hanging around there. Sounds good. It, it must be like 30 meters long to have that big a tail. Well, I mean, that's, okay then. That's like dinner for lots of folks out here. Should, should I send out a drone to recover it? I mean, like, does anybody know how to cook it? I'm going to meet my comms for a few minutes. I'm content to leave it be, but if someone else wants to go grab it, you're welcome to it. Are there any of the young jungle children still hanging around? No, of course. They're right uh, wherever Sands and Jane are. There's at least three kids near them almost all the time. They seem to be taking turns. Just a suggestion, but if there's a 30-meter-long snake hiding out under the elf jeep, uh, you probably shouldn't mess with it. That's kind of what I was thinking. I'm going to wave over to one of the kids. Hey! Hey, Swap! The kid comes running over. Point to the snake under the car. Do we eat this? The <laughs> kid just looks at you and shakes his head and looks at you with wide eyes. I'll call back over to the group. Kid says it's no good! Then we just leave it be. What? Of course I'm... I am good. What do you mean I'm no good? No, man, the snake. Said we can't eat it. Well, I'm not a snake. Well, yeah, but... That is, and I'll point to the, you know, the tail poking out. The tail kind of comes up, and this person looks looks at the tail. Yeah, that that's my tail. Wait, it's a, it's attached to somebody, like a person. Oh, my bad, man. Thought that was just food hanging around. <sighs> I think there may be something to, to these education camps. Uh, hey guys, I just unmuted my comms. What's going on? Oh, it's not its not really stick. It's, it's, it's attached to somebody. It's like some dude's tail. Uh, what? False alarm. No snake. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. I don't see any snakes here either. Yeah, camp seems to be snake-free for now. I guess we're going to chill out and have some dinner and wait for evening. Unless do other people have stuff they want to do? Hey, lately, were you able to trade for some food we can grill? I don't know, the, uh, the idea of a nap sounded like a better idea to me. So while lately naps, uh, are you guys going to go hunting for some meat? I mean, if we got somebody that'll show us, like, where to find food to eat, I'll certainly go help shoot and kill it. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of local kids that are hanging around us. I'm going to see if I can communicate to them that I'm hungry, maybe by gesturing that I'm rubbing my tummy and uh, making some motions of holding something towards my mouth and making biting motions with my mouth all right you uh, end up with uh, two guinea pigs uh, a dead monkey and a chicken live chicken as i munch on the corn chips i had stashed in my glove box i'm like you know i bet that chicken would probably taste pretty good with some barbecue sauce i think to myself munch munch yeah i guess i will uh go ahead and start uh cleaning the guinea pigs and monkey first and uh, I'll consider the chicken's fate as I prepare this meat for grilling. The chicken happily pecks at the scraps. Is it a chicken or a rooster? It's a chicken. You have uh, uh, you have animal handling. You I know do. this chicken is probably an egg layer that no longer lays eggs. Okay. So, uh, Jane. Yes. Um, do you want to maybe? Um, I'll gesture with my knife in the general direction of the chicken. Uh, a little girl comes up, she's about six, she comes and drops off two huge beetles, uh, 
uh, there for you. Oh, sweet. Is there a, you know, a, like a cleaver or something nearby? Not really. I just kind of have my survival gear. Which always includes a knife. I've got a knife. I will do my best with a knife to behead the chicken, or at least to, you know, cut it open and drain it and stuff. And then I'll hand it back to him. All right, go survival skills. Let's have a survival roll. All right, I'll roll my survival roll for the guinea pigs. Holy cow, I got five hits on six dice. Yep, you totally clean that chicken right out and pluck it super clean. I got two hits to clean the monkey and guinea pigs on my survival skill. All right. You you know, those guinea pigs are awful tiny. Yeah, well, at least I don't frag it up. You guys uh, get these... uh, Get all of these meats together, and you can kind of put them in that uh, uh, fire and cover them up and have them bake themselves in beautiful... Actually, what you do with the chicken is you do, hey, yeah, there's this clay pot chicken thing. You cover it with mud, and you toss it in the fire and cover it over, and it kind of bakes itself. And then uh, when you break the clay, it takes all of the feathers off because the feathers are kind of baked into the clay in it. So it's a way of plucking the chicken and cooking it all at the same time. It's amazing. It's like a cooking show. I'm getting hungry. So you make meat out of the out of the jungle roadkill that uh, you can <laughs> feed your entire group easily. Jane pulls out her uh, one of her uh, MRE pouches and uh, eats some bland-looking wafer things, turning down any proffered meat. Johnny sends Jane a text message. She's like, "Hey, I got some uh, jalapeno cheese sauce. I'm willing to trade." <laughs> you guys can split up the meat. I'm a vegetarian. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Jane wipes nice. the last of the chicken blood off her hands. All right. Well, um, I do like me some vegetables, too. But uh, hey, we got guinea pigs and monkeys and a chicken. So, anyway. Um, and sorry, you got to stick to the uh, lembas. All right. You guys uh, rest up in the hot afternoon. Take your siesta. And then uh, evening is still hot and humid. Uh, you guys are resting all up. Getting ready for the exciting evening where this conference is going to occur. Uh, the sun sets. Uh, it gets uh, dark pretty quickly uh, near the equator here. And uh, and uh, you can see, uh, actually, during the afternoon, late evening, you notice that uh, a lot of the tribe and Gabi tribes people dressed up in colorful festival uh, clothing um, and uh, you can just tell by the general migration of where everybody's headed that uh, they're all gathering uh, somewhere, and that's how you know where to go, and you can uh, lock up your vehicles and head over there. I'm going uh, I'm gonna pop a cram and a psyche pill. So you have to do drug interaction? Well, they don't pop the same things, but yeah, there is still a, a dice roll to be made. I'm trying to remember what page it is on Chrome Flesh. It's towards the back. Well, not, you know, it's not going to instantly kill him. So, uh, anybody <laughs> else uh, um, popping a whole bunch of drugs? 
All right. Um, there you guys uh, head towards uh, kind of the, the crowds all going over uh, to one place. And uh, you head off uh, with them, joining the crowd. And you can see in one of the clearings, um, uh, they've uh, set up uh, a large bonfire. And uh, people are gathering around the, the edge of the clearing uh, to see what happens. And um, they, uh, at some point, the, somebody comes through with a torch and they light this bonfire. And now this bonfire and the tribe goes out and uh, celebrates uh, and dance. And there's all these festivities. And then uh, off to the side, uh, there is a platform and on that platform you can see uh, a lot of people that are not definitely not tribe members have started gathering you can see there's a troll with uh, her uh with her uh, roman helmet uh with the green brush on it um there's a, a naga up there um that you met uh, you can see uh, dr larson has joined there and there's about uh, eight other people or so uh, that are up there, and they've uh, gathered around. Yeah, so there's about 11 total people. Uh, who of, are you all going to go up there and join them, or just send a representative? Well, I'm going up. I don't know about anybody else. Are oh, way they down below. I will go up and be a uh, bodyguard type. So, Jay, do you want to be the uh, right up in front bodyguard or the hiding in the background bodyguard? Because I think one of us should do one and one of us should do the other. It's your call who's doing which, though. Yeah, don't matter me. I can go up. I've been planning on it. Okay, I'll be the sneaky one then. Right. And I guess I'm going to go ahead and kind of hang toward the back and try to stay in the shadows. Not like being super sneaky like I'm on the edge of the camp and sneaking up on the camp because that would be stupid. But, you know, I will be going along, but kind of hanging on the outskirts and trying to stay more or less out of sight and unnoticed. Okay. Um, So lately, and anybody else who's approaching uh, the platform, uh, you see the raised platform has uh, on it uh, actually a box or technical device in a dish, a satellite dish, and... uh, there's a whole bunch of trode sets uh, sitting around it. Uh, and you can see the people there slipping on the trodes uh, and sitting down on the ground. Uh, and so it looks like they're, actually, they're doing a virtual meeting here on the platform. I'd like to, uh, to inspect it on the Matrix to get a sense of, uh, of what might be running on it. Likewise. If uh, you know if it's uh, just an AR connection, if people are running hot sim off of it, what's what's going on with this? Uh, so it looks like uh, it's just a device to serve um, as a. I mean, it's a comlink, uh, a nice comlink, uh, you know, like a rating five device comlink that has a satellite uplink that everybody can plug into and connect. Uh, to do uh, to uh, work in it. Um, so, if you can do a matrix perception test, please, uh, lately, and the Duke of Dex. That's a what? Computer in intuition? Yes. Uh, there do you have is. A penalty for noise? 
in this case, no, because you're right up the device, and it's in and of itself it has a satellite uplink. I got four hits. Same here. Uh, so what do you guys want? Uh, you can tell us the device, device uh, that um, that uh, has got the satellite uplink. What else do you want to know about it? What questions do you guys have? Well, you said it was a comlink. What software is running on it? And does it have a hot sim module? What are my choices of software? Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff in uh, in data trails for comlinks, but uh, I mean, does it have what, like translation software or that sort of thing, or is there anything more nefarious about it? Uh, it's probably just serving as a connection to either each other there or. Presumably, uh, either t- one of two things is going to happen. Either everybody's just going to connect and talk to each other here, or they're all going to go to the same host. Gotcha. So it seems relatively innocuous. And yeah, I'll grab the trodes and, and hook in. Can I just back in via data check? If uh, they're all physically connecting to it, uh, if you want, and so you can go up on there and and connect physically to it, use a trode, or plug a plug a data jack in. Yeah, I got no problem with jacking in. Oh, so, I mean, that's really what distinguishes this, is that it's got all of these things to plug into it, like it's made for this. Sands is going to keep track of the physical space and make sure that no one takes advantage of this opportunity to murder his friends who are going into virtual, reali- virtual reality. Are there any other things you guys want to know about this device? That specifically, or uh, I can start sharing some things you might be interested in. I will certainly be taking in all kinds of detail and information, as I am high on psyche and cram, so I'm jacked up on stimulants, and my mind is just latching onto every piece of stimuli I can grab. There's this enormous bonfire and huge party of all of these brightly dressed people and festivities and drinks and noise and music and the beating of drums uh, and uh, clappers and bean things and rice sticks. It's a ama- uh, I mean rain sticks. So it's it's like a big festival party with this fire going and there's a crackling of the fire in there. That's all in the background. Okay, so lately, and the Duke of Dex, uh, one thing you know as you plug in or jack in uh, or use the Trodes is um, this deck uh, is actually uh, connected uh, to the SATA Crypt grid, which is a little bit unusual here. Um, and uh, you can tell that uh, actually everybody here is uh, now moving to uh, a host uh, that uh, their icons, their personas and icons, you can kind of tell they're merging or going to a particular host. There's a little, uh, like, arrow message there. Uh, It is the Globe Watch host. And do either you have knowledge, skills, or things you want to figure out, uh, and uh, there's nothing really special about Globewatch. Okay, Globewatch is uh, is um, actually like a nature channel thing, but it's, uh, uh, you know, in the in the Shadowrun universe, far future kind of thing. So, uh, 
uh, it's that kind of host. They specialize in uh, ecology and the coverage of Earth and what's happening to the planet uh, and do regular news coverage of it. And so looks like everybody here is connecting and gone to that host. So do you to go to that host as well? Yep. It would be silly not to. It uh, looks like you can connect to hosts, and now you're meeting virtually with the, these 12 other people. Yes, it is 12. Uh, you're in. Is the Naga here with us? Yes. Interesting. So, since you're in the hosts and everybody's there, you get all kinds of things, uh, interesting things. You'll see uh, the names. There's a Magma, Peak Coverage, Tuner. Um, Comrade Arcade, Praetor Green, Alias Gray, Baroness Shrapnel, Viking Down, Bone Sparrow, Patch, and Barricade. Uh, as you kind of log in, you're presented with uh, fill in your name tag uh, arrows. So lately, you can do you fill yours out with lately. Oh, yeah. Duke of Dex, what do you fill yours out with? Sorry, run that by me again. So as you log into the host, you're presented like a name tag to fill in what name you're going to have when you uh, when you when you're here. Right, right. Yo, my my full title of regalia, which is for our audience. Sid Vicious, Johnny Payphone, His Majesty, the Duke of Dex. Uh, um, interestingly enough, that the the name tag expands to fill out all of this in there. That's awesome. Uh, also, under uh, everybody's uh, name, like uh, magma, uh, it says attack with a, with an emphasis, uh, with a bang exclamation point after it. Uh, peak coverage so it says globe watch. Uh, underneath tuner, it says equity. Underneath comrade RK, uh, it says the Communist Party of Bolivia. Under Praetor Green, it says Terra First. Under Alias Gray, it says Alf. Under Baroness Shrapnel, it says Deep Green. Under Viking Down, it says Green Living. Under Bone Sparrow, it says ASPS. Uh, under Patch, it said Flames of Freedom. And then under Barricade, it says Atlantean Foundation. Uh, and then all of these have, uh, for the ones that do, which is most of them, they all have icons that represent them, if you know their brands. Uh, lately, in the Duke of Decks, when it, under your names, it says who you're representing. What do you fill in? I think a single black star should be the... Uh, of, there's no reason for any words. I would agree. Well, it sounds good to me. But uh, I guess I'm just sort of keeping an eye on, on things out here. I might be in communication with comms if you guys are sending information out. All right. Um, yep, so you guys fill in Black Star. So that's your name tags and who you say you're representing. And you're at this meeting. And uh, um, Magma, who <laughs> has an icon of this uh, living Magma, um, that's, uh, you can think of like rock from Fantastic Four, but burning. Maybe it's a cross between Johnny Flame and, uh, well, anyway, the, uh, kind of looks at, oh, we have some new unexpected guests. Welcome. Thank you, everybody. Well, 
as you know, I've arranged this uh, coordination meeting between uh, all of the various factions that I know are operating in the area where we have uh, somewhat similar interests. I want to thank uh, peak coverage of Globotch here of uh, presenting the facilities which uh, we're using for this. Uh, you can please uh, be assured that um, there's uh, no, no long-term uh, exposure from using this. Uh, this is being scrubbed as it's being generated. Of course, we can't help if any of you individually do that, but I know you will all, uh, in your interest, to keep uh, discipline on uh, what uh, we're discussing here. And, of course, uh, please uh, use the standard uh, um, tags and language so that... Uh, you're not subject to uh, revealing any prosecutable information. Um, joining us is uh, Equity. They have some information they're willing to share or uh, work with, the, offer their services to work with the various ones of you. I'm uh, interested in making sure that uh, to reduce the level of conflict uh, with all of us, uh, with interests around here, with the raised level activity, now that the space elevator is coming in and uh, what that is going to bring to our part of the world. And uh, I want to reduce the points of friction and um, make perhaps allow us to more individually advance our common goals. Uh, and, of course, I know we'll have points of conflict, but I'd like to keep them out of this session. Uh, and, of course, I know there's many of us that can help each other on a basis outside of this meeting, and this can serve as an introduction uh, for all of us. Uh, so thank you for coming here to uh, our TAC meeting. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to turn the floor over to Peak Coverage here. Uh, they're going to um, say their piece. Uh, they're effectively our sponsor for this meeting, so please, uh, please pay attention here to Peak Coverage. Uh, and remember that uh, without this channel or vehicle and their cooperation, our messages, whatever they are, can't get out to the world out there. So uh, it's very important to uh, make sure that we don't threaten uh, or uh, uh, affect the coverage that we're going to get. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, uh, oh, I mean, uh, Magma. Um, Welcome, everybody, to this meeting, and please, um, we're interested in all the information that any of you get. Uh, there is a, a anonymous channel which uh, you can uh, give us information and material. Of course, you understand that I will have to, we'll have to, as an organization, we'll have to vet and verify anything that you choose to have. But also remember, I personally can offer services and information and coordinate as an anonymous brokerage uh, to all of you uh, in that uh, out there in the field fighting uh, for all of the causes that we're interested in that uh, revolve around uh, saving our planet. Uh, and here at Globe Watch, 
you know that we're very interested in enabling uh, all the things that we can do uh, in there. And any information and coverage that uh, you can point us toward or have a student either uh, above board or below board, please let me know. Uh, Make sure you designate which one, uh, which way you want it to go, uh, and we'll do that. And now, um, uh, I want to introduce you to Equity, uh, who is being represented by Tuner, who is uh, offering uh, very specifically the services about uh, new enlightenment and equity and uh, reparate representation, uh, rep system that uh, we may be modeling here uh, between us. We might make it a, a pilot way of exchanging favors uh, and information between our group. Uh, so please uh, listen to Tuna. And <clears throat> uh, Peak Coverage turns it over. And Peak Coverage, is um, her icon is like a, a news microphone with a kind of revolving globe watch. Uh, and then it cycles through uh, various other news organization uh, uh, ticker uh, acronyms and stuff. Now, Nequity is tuner. looks like uh, a dial uh, on uh, uh, an electronic device that, that sets something, and uh, the dial spins, and you can see numbers changing and flipping through hertz and various things on there. And uh, tuner says... Yes. Um, for those of you that are interested in signing, um, well, I'm interested in a kind of blind exchange system, a rep model that we can use. I'd like to pilot it with us. Um, it may be a good way to anonymously or not anonymously exchange data and information uh, between the various groups and we can see uh, what we can do and uh, of course uh, it does require that uh, we have a hosting service that uh, Glopwatch is going to provide uh, for us and uh, we'll see uh, what else. but those are details for later first I know all of you have things that you want to say to speak uh, over so I'm going to turn it back to Magma but if you're interested here's the packet and he like flings up an arrow that people can go look at that if they want to learn more about the rep model while they're yakking uh, I ran a uh, search for anything running silent with four hits is there anybody hiding there does not appear to be anybody running. Actually, um, there are people running silent. So, for example, you know, uh, most of these groups are not just, uh, you know, uh, there's a single representative up on the platform. Uh, but, for example, you know the Terra First. Uh, there's at least five of them that came here. The uh, Prater Green is up on the platform, but her friends uh, are around. Um, so uh, there do there are devices running silent uh, in this clearing. Yeah, I'd be looking for anything running silent that's not associated with the people here. All right, that essentially means you have to cycle through and like look at every silent running device to figure out what it is uh, and do that, which is you can do. But yeah, just I'll take a while. Yeah, I'll spend my time doing that. Okay. Uh, the first one you get back is, oh, yeah, uh, this looks like it's a device belonging to one of Prater Green's friends. But, um... Yeah, I'm just, I'm really just looking for, like, spies or people who aren't supposed to be here 
or people who are, you know, like sending messages out maybe that they shouldn't be, stuff like that. So if okay. that's not there, then no need to worry about doing much more. Okay. Um, well, you're cycling through, like, uh, Prater Green's friends actually are geared up in their armor, and they have their bikes off in the jungle uh, in there, and then you uh, find uh, there's some people that uh, look like they're from Green Living, um, when you kind of examine and look at their icons, and this, these, uh, this couple are out there actually uh, dressed up for like the the Ngabi tribes people, and are dancing uh, out there with them. Um, and as you're looking through their stuff, uh, you they offer brochures about how you can buy into the co-op and live on the land and become integrated with nature and do it, yet still have this luxurious lifestyle. And do you want to learn more about it and buy into the green living community? Yeah, no. Okay. And um, uh, comes back to Magma and goes, well, uh, I think some of us know who we are already, but I believe... uh, why don't we start first with Laidly? And I'm so glad to see that Black Star is coming back. Uh, please, you have the floor first. Go. And then Laidly, you, you, there's this weird effect where everybody else's icons dim slightly, and you're not sure, but you're pretty sure you're under the spotlight. Yeah, so what do you people want to know? We're Black Star. We're here to do things, you know, help you guys out. Yeah, that kind of direct. While some of my colleagues might uh, appreciate the more subtle approach to regime change, I have been uh, dubbed the Luddite of our group. So, you know, take it by force, take no names, take no prisoners, throw a wrench in every system. Never give up, never surrender? Yeah, all that direct. I guess we're like the new guys back in town. Expect us. We have plans to do big things. Well, I also don't want to continue too much because... We're going to skip over a bunch of stuff that Lately probably needs to know to interact with. So I guess while we're waiting on Lately, we could just say that the Duke of Dex is probably running through the gamut of his his theories and possible rantings of some conspiracy theories and his general worldview of his brand of particular anarchism. So this is... Hitting with your manifesto? Oh, this, yeah. Let me tell you about Neonet. They are the of all of our problems in the end. <laughs> Go for it. We could all serve ourselves by systematically taking and deconstructing Neonet down to their base code and then obliterating them off of the corporate map. That's one of my personal long-term goals. And one of my personal short-term goals. No, it's probably like an immediate goal. Frag Neonet. They are the problem. The space elevator? Yeah, that's going to do things. Other corporations? Yeah, they get direct and make life worse for everybody. But Neonet controls the information, and they control public and private perception. So we have to take them down at all costs. Collateral damage, that comes with the territory. And I hope that my colleagues here in our our circle today will help advance this noble goal. Little does he know that his speech actually, like, moved them enough so that, like, stock numbers change tomorrow in the rest of the civilized world. Newsflash, lunatic meets amongst subgroups. <laughs> so, the Duke of Dex, you have some kind of social role you're going to do to see how effective you are? And you're going to use the uh, edge and, like, really blow this out of the water. Oh, 
Social rolls? Yeah. Yeah, lots, I might as well not even bother. Lots and lots of edge. That's what edge is for. So we're going to say we're going to default to no social skills, which is my one charisma plus edge. So sure, why not? I'll roll full dice. But I think I've got some penalties. Let me look at my flaws real quick. No, the goat doesn't hurt me here, I don't think. Although it is negative one uh, dice pull social modifier. So yeah, there's that. So three dice. Because we're all meeting me for the first time. So yeah, I'll roll three dice. Oh, three dice for three hits! Wow! Amazing. Nice. So, you, you do... You know, it's as if this group is incredibly well disposed to you to begin with. And they're friendly, so you don't get any penalties. In fact, you get bonus dice, right? Because a lot of them are on your side. Uh, and know what you guys have done, and you guys have a rep. What is the Duke of Dex? Well, no, totally. The Duke of Dex personally has a rep that all of them know, and that would be a bonus. So you you come across as one of the team uh, in there and ready to do this stuff, and I'm worried about lately now. (laughs) As am I. I'll uh, I'll send a message over uh, Facebook Messenger and see if he's uh, near his phone. So if if this makes it into the... uh into the broadcast uh we're sending a message to lately uh in the meat world not the game world and it's hey lately you're missing my rant on behalf of black star and it is an excellent rant you have made a favorable impression with this group that is awesome call me a luddite that was you <laughs> details details i uh, know that was that was definitely sans calling my approach to this venture being a luddite oh uh, for those that are interested, I added the list of uh, participants in the meeting to the Black Star document for your reference. Thank you. Thank you, kind sir, because I never could have typed all that. Who was the person that said that they could act as kind of like a data broker in a sense? Uh, you have two. Uh, peak coverage of Globewatch would act as a broker, uh, but sh- they are interested in... Uh, also, they're interested in, in there basically could be like the PR channel for people. Like if there's issues or things that people discover and want to publicize, uh, Peak Coverage is interested in that. Uh, Peak Coverage also said that under the, under the, under, uh, the counter that Peak Coverage could work to uh, act as a broker or coordinate and also uh, do other work for people uh, in possibly doing research and do it. Uh, the other person is Tuner, who uh, works is part of Equity, and uh, Tuner is interested in modeling a rep system, uh, but will also work uh, as a broker for data and information and favors uh, for various groups. Uh, he's interested in the rep system because he thinks there's a, a way that they can manage it anonymously uh, so that you don't know who's necessarily doing you that favor uh, or things in there, uh, which may make some things easier for them to do. Um, and then he individually could be hired to do work. So it sounds like Peak Coverage and Tuner are deckers. And now, lately, you have your chance to uh, say something or lead the discussion. Yes, yes, we, we all have very strong feelings about the, the corporations and 
In in addition to that, Black Star has the the ability to uh, provide information gathering uh, to to pass on uh, uh, greater uh, information, greater influence about what may be happening within the world. Uh, as well, we uh, we are hoping to do what what we can to uh, to decrease the decrease the active power of the the corporations against the the people of the of the earth here in this community we'd like to do what we can to to bring the power back to the the people of this land and uh, take it uh, away from the the faceless corporations that are are working to uh, to imprison us within their their rules their structure and uh, I believe that uh, all of our, our organizations uh, together, in, in some way or another, all have the, the same general idea the, that, uh, that people need to be able to, uh, to travel along their, their own path towards, towards the future. And I think that uh, Black Star can uh, perhaps be a, a, a central hub of... Uh, of that goal and how do people seem to be taking that how good is your social role so what i'm rolling here uh leadership negotiation etiquette it is your choice what do you want to do i think i'm going to go for leadership on it awesome and i'm going to edge this this would be hilarious if he gets less than three hits four score and seven mercenaries ago seven hits okay um yeah, so uh, the Duke of Dax even looks up to you. You guys, between the two of you, have done the one-two punch. Uh, you think uh, um, uh, having the Duke of Dax as the opening act has warmed up your audience, uh, and you, you've you uh, really nailed it. You can tell the icons are doing the various indicators of approval, uh, which is based uh, on their icons. Uh, what they're doing, um, but it's uh, it's awesome. You you think you can really uh, probably uh, uh, you could like totally take over this meeting and make it do whatever you want now? Maybe. Well, that would be totally against the spirit of Black Star, wouldn't it? Well, you know, you have the power. What are you going to do? Let it go? I think I'm going to do what I can to. Uh, 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 like I said, to to help uh, position Black Star as the the hub of this uh, new organizational movement, so that we can uh, help to uh, act as a, a clearinghouse for the the uh, maneuvers and the plans that uh, that uh, all of these uh, disparate groups are doing. Uh, so uh, what you notice happening is uh, everybody, uh, all the other things, you kind of see this activity as you're speaking. You go, oh, okay. And they all kind of, uh, there's kind of this, uh, uh, kind of this uh, uh, communication somehow. You can tell, like, icons look at each other. It's really weird. Normally you have to see people exchanging glances. Here you have icons exchanging their iconographic uh, uh, patterns um, like, you know, I don't know, magma can link, but, but, anyway. uh, but uh, you can kind of see that everybody, pretty much what they do is they sign on and say, okay, well, they all sign on to Equity's uh, rep uh, exchange system 
uh, to do it. Like, okay, let's do this. Let's try this. Let's really, they all kind of buy in. And here's a way to do it. Somebody's given them a tool that they can use, and you have uh, provided them incentives to go, hey, let's let's see if we can make this work. And so uh, equity, a uh, uh, little rep uh, engine model thing is going to serve as a vehicle for the, an exchange for all of these groups. To, they, they're going to just buy into it. Uh, and then you spend uh, uh, what feels like hours listening to um, uh, each of them talk, just like the Duke of Dex did, each of them speaking about their interests and the things that they're uh, going to do. Um Comrade Arcade talks about the Bolivian uh, Red uh, Party uh, and how they want to support all the revolutionaries uh, in the world and the people that are interested uh, and maybe the various tribes uh, in Panama can can develop and do things that they did and come to power as they did in Bolivia. Um, Terra Thirst talk about protecting the earth and finding out what is destroying and hurting the earth here uh, in Panama. Though they tend to talk uh, like, but there are no boundaries all through this isthmus and the land and uh, things that they want to do. Uh, the Awakened Liberation Front talks about freeing and enabling uh, all of the awakened creatures uh, and how um, they can they can contribute. Uh, Deep Green talks about uh, all of the efforts uh, for preservation and maintaining the land and the environment and things in there, how the corporation and conflict has brought things like the radiation activity, want to find a way to do cleanup efforts and to stop the corporations from uh, destroying and raping the earth. Uh, Green Living, Viking Down, talks about uh, their community and how they're serving as a model, how to live in conjunction with the, with the, the planet uh, and uh, have zero negative carbon footprint and actually be a bonus to the Earth and how uh, people can buy in and promote their material. Um, Bone Sparrow just specifically said uh, that uh, she's there uh, because to, to look at the preservation of astral space, there are things that happen, especially in Aslan, and the way the Aslaners have done some things that have uh, really made it uh, terrible in some spots, and looking for assistance to make sure that they can work to recover what's there and to prevent further depredations of astral space uh, because the, the aura of the, and she couches it as the, how the aura of the earth and astral space are in conjunction. Sands kind of looks over to where Jane's position is and says, overcomes, Hey, uh, you've been at this for a while. You think, um, think everything's going okay in there? No one's ears are smoking. I'm sure it's fine. Right. Uh, hey, uh, Padre. Yes. Can you, um, maybe you look at their auras and make sure they're all feeling okay? I will go, uh, Look astrally at uh, auras and make sure they look okay. Would that be in a sensing test? All right, four hits. Four hits. Yeah, uh, Barricade and Bone Sparrow, who you can see on a platform, are awakened. Uh, Alias Gray, who is the Naga for Alf, uh, is also awakened. Uh, Prater Green is also awakened. Uh, they're all in generally good health and they look happy and excited. Cool. 
I would relay that to the rest of the team. So Deep Green and Baroness Shrapnel are about uh, preservation of the Earth uh, generally and preserving uh, you know everything they can here uh, with the new building and stuff. They want to make sure that uh, uh, they don't uh, over they don't exploit uh, all of Panama. Viking Down of Green Living, they have a um, they serve as a model of how to live properly with the earth and make a negative carbon footprint and actually contribute uh, and anything they can help to, uh, they help uh, others uh, with a common interest they'll do and they want to show everybody but they want to serve as an example to everybody uh, they're definitely uh, probably going to work a lot with globe watch so uh, green living uh, they they really uh, serve as a model of how to live green uh, and that's their big thing but they'll they'll help people uh and maybe they'll do a green living uh, reality trid show uh with globe watch bone sparrow of uh, asps which is the astral space preservation society uh talk specifically about astral asps space. it's asps it is asps uh, all right sorry go on i'm not even there to hear that uh she talks about um how the astral space is connected to the earth and finding the wounds to the earth and healing astral space is what will help uh, and also it can be an indicator for where things are happening on earth so uh, she's willing to work with various groups uh, and coordinate to heal uh, the earth patch of the flame of freedom uh, is willing to serve as an executive action arm to either perform executive actions, uh, but she can also help train and coordinate training and share information and tactics uh, with people uh, in there. Um, that's what uh, she's willing to do. And finally, Barricade of the Atlantean Foundation um, isn't as directly interested in you know sporting all this stuff, but um wants to make sure that uh history is preserved things are generally kept okay they're interested in investigating exploring uh relics and definitely does not want to really interfere with what anybody do so she says more there about making sure he doesn't hurt anything and also of course there's many things that all these other groups that do that they are generally interested in helping uh, and willing to assist when uh, one of the ways could be that the Atlantean Foundation is going to spend a lot of money here uh, and this is a way for them to develop funds and stuff and she's an example I'm going to put a lot of stuff in to equity so uh, you'll see some of those things uh, that are in there uh, and the uh, uh, this might be a good way to hide or disguise or disconnect the tie between the work you do for the Lansing Foundation and the work uh, and then the funding that you get to perform your work uh, won't be directly connected if we use the system. And closing remarks lately, Duke of Dex. This is an auspicious beginning for our, our new venture, and I think that all of us working together will be bringing a, uh, a wide assortment of skills and abilities together to create a, 
a new cre- uh, new thing on this planet, uh, a new thing that will strengthen and uh, and bring us all forward to a a greater position than than any one of us could have uh, uh, all by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tuner says, "Okay, all right. Everybody's getting into this exchange. You know, in honor of Black Star." I'm just going to call it the black light system, and it will bring us new enlightenment, just like a UV light sheds light on things that happen in the trids. Thumbs up. So you guys have a black light system. It will be kind of this uh, job exchange that uh, all of you guys can work with or system that you can use to set things up. And you guys have been there at the beginning, initiated it. Uh, Jane and... Pod, anybody who's not plugged in virtually, uh, please do a perception check. Okay, perception check. Sorry, is this uh, visual or otherwise? Just uh, tell me what you're using. If you're doing visual, you'll get visual information. General perception, two hits. Visual perception, four hits. Uh, visual perception, four hits on 14 dice. No, oh, Johnny's left. Okay. Um, four hits... And four hits. Okay. Um, so you guys are, you know, there's this conference on this platform. You guys are uh, kind of uh, 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 on the lookout. You're watching this big party. There's actually a huge distraction because of this big bonfire and this big tribal party and lots of noise and whatnot. But uh, what two of you, what uh, Jane and Padre, you're out there looking, and Padre, you're kind of a sensing that uh, it looks uh, this horrifying thing happens where it looks like a pack of magical jaguars uh, just come running through the crowd, and people start screaming and and running off and. Falling, you know, trying to get away from them, and a couple of, uh, of these jaguars jump on somebody and start ripping them to shreds. Uh, and uh, 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 and the ones that, that haven't stopped to rip somebody's shed are kind of com- uh, getting back uh, into a group together, and they're heading towards the platform, and they're uh, off. Uh, kind of across the clearing, and they're about a third of the way across now, and you can tell they're making a beeline straight for where you are at the platform. Jane is now aiming at them. Uh, Padre immediately drops into astral space, uh, projecting, activating his weapon focus, and calling up his two spirits. And uh, Sans is going to say over comms, Jack out, there's trouble coming! Jack out, you're in physical danger! And I'm going to start uh, moving towards a good intercept position for melee combat to where they're going to have to pass by, but stealthily. Okay. And I think uh, that's where we'll end this week. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of the respective owners. 
Original content of the Arcology podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit.